Hi Mama, welcome to episode 36. Today we're going to be talking all about why we're exhausted as stay-at-home mums and how we can help ourselves through it even when we have little to no support around us, especially at this busy time of year. But first, I want to share a podcast review with you and say thank you to Rock Your World 28 for taking the time to write it. She says, such a wonderful podcast inspires me to create clarity, find focus and get so much accomplished. Thank you. Well, thank you for this review. I wanted to let you know that I am grateful to you for sharing it. And also that if any of you listening feel you need support about being clear on what you want to get done and actually getting it done in the time you set for it, then please sign up for a free 20-minute discovery call with me at my website, which is joyfulmamacoaching.com. And that's joyful with two L's. Mama is M-A-M-A. So I have a Black Friday sale running right now until this Thursday, November 30th, for six weeks of one-on-one coaching with me on Zoom. And the sale price is $250. That's over 15% of the price of the programme. So you're welcome to buy now, even if you are not planning to use the sessions until the new year. Although I, of course, recommend starting now so you can have time for you this holiday season and really enjoy it. So head over to my website to book the free call and to get all of your questions answered. Or if you know you're ready for coaching, but feel you only want one single session right now, you can book a one hour coaching call over there for $57. Okay, let's dive into today's topic. Hi, Mama, and welcome to Stay at Full Motherhood. Do you want to be present with your kids and light yourself up pursuing your passion without adding more to your plate? Are you tired of waiting for one day when to finally have time for you? Are you sick of making decisions dictated by your to-do list and still struggling to get it all done? I'm Jo, mum of three and life coach for stay-at-home mums and I spent seven years telling myself everything else had to get done first before I could start the blog I'd always wanted. I believe there just wasn't enough time for me and that, even if there was, I'd struggle to have the energy and focus to do it anyway. Until I found a way to stop being busy doing all the things and instead prioritise getting what matters done. And now I'm sharing what I've learned with you. So take a deep breath in, remind yourself you're worth the effort and breathe into your knowing that you're capable of everything you decide you want for yourself. Let's go. So over the past week, there have been posts all over social media about gratitude and feeling thankful. And this really is a brilliant practice for directing your brain to notice all the things you've created in your life and all the things that you are rather than all the things you're lacking and all the things you think you're not. However, it is sometimes very difficult to really genuinely feel that gratitude when you're just so exhausted and run down and you're just trying to get through to a point where you can get some kind of a break. And then come the holidays, which are just so much fun for the kids. And of course, we love that. And it's a lot of work for us. So we feel under this pressure to get it right for them, to create a wonderful, magical experience. And so we once again tell ourselves that it's okay, we can do this. 
the exhaustion will end soon enough and we can keep on getting through for another month or so and then we'll finally take some time for ourselves. But of course, that time never comes because it's never the situation or the circumstance or the time of year or the season that creates the pressure and the stress and the expectations. We are only ever doing that to ourselves. Because let's look at this. Why are we exhausted right now? We're exhausted because we're perpetually rushing from one thing to the next, which is the most taxing thing we can do to our bodies. And we're constantly negotiating on every decision we make, which is the most taxing thing we can do to our brains. We go back and forth rushing from errands to drop-offs and we shove the cleaning and the cooking and the laundry somewhere in between, just like we go back and forth on every decision we make. We allow the self-criticism, the self-distrust, the self-doubt to shove their way to the forefront of our minds. And it makes total sense why we keep our bodies so busy and allow our inner critic to take over our brains in this way because our nervous system is always trying to keep us safe. That's its job. And if we were to rest our way through our days whilst still getting done what we want to get done, and if we were to make quick decisions that we then implemented immediately without all the back and forths and the gathering of other people's opinions and the stress then we'd be moving ourselves closer and closer to the version of us we know we want to be, living the life we know we want to live. And that, of course, involves change, and our brains are always going to do anything possible to stop us from changing in any way. You have to remember that your brain only cares about keeping you alive, and it knows that you survive very well, exactly as you are now. It will throw any thought at you to stop you from doing something new and different. If you start to really become aware of your thoughts and separate yourself from them with the understanding that they are not facts, then you'll be amazed at what your brain actually offers you in its Herculean efforts to hold you back. I always think back to when I was considering moving from Chicago to Charlotte and my brain said we couldn't do it because the cat was too old. It's not fair and you're just going to have to wait. Well, it's now over two years later, the cat survived the journey just fine and is now happily living through much, much warmer winters here in Charlotte. So I want to remind you today that you get to decide to make any change you want in your life and to actually go ahead and make it. I moved my three daughters and myself across the country whilst my pilot husband was still based in Chicago. And had he'd been told it might be a year until he could switch bases. I found us an apartment to live in and then a house to buy a couple of months later. I unpacked everything and got, got us settled just in time for my husband to find out that his transfer had come through quickly after all. And I did all this whilst going through my life coach certification with the life coach school and getting the girls settled into their new school. I did ask for help for sure and I did pay for help with the move for sure but what I want to remind you of on this podcast always is that whatever you want is possible for you and that your inner critic is always always going to offer you thoughts to hold you back but that you don't have to believe her because what she tells you is never ever true. So I'm going to share now what I do when my inner critic starts to try to take over and stop me from doing what it is I know I want to do. The first thing 
is to be aware that we don't need to fight with our inner critic or try to banish her from our minds completely. And we don't want to make ourselves wrong for having an inner critic at all. This is all part of having a human brain that's wired for survival. So she served us very well at some point in our lives, starting in childhood, when she offered us mean thoughts about ourselves in an attempt to keep us safe. She really did come into being as a form of protection, and she is an important part of us. So this work is instead about gaining awareness of her when she shows up and making the decision now about how we want to show up when she next appears. So first, you want to separate yourself from her to really understand that what she says is not the truth about you and who you are, and that her thoughts are just never going to serve you now as an adult, even if they did in some way in childhood. And you can create this separation by giving her a name, if you like. And then when she shows up, you can smile and say, hello, old friend, because you understand that she's here to try to protect you in some way. She's not here to try to maliciously sabotage you at all. So you can learn to be onto the tactics that she uses as well. You can familiarise yourself with the sort of language she uses and the things she tells you because remember the only words she has at her disposal are the words she heard used against you back when you were a kid. She can only ever parrot them on repeat. She doesn't ever actually ever have any new tricks up her sleeve. So once you become aware of this and aware of her specific words, those words will slowly start to lose their power, especially when you truly understand that being mean to yourself today is never going to help you to do better or be better tomorrow. Only love and compassion for yourself can ever do that. So next time she shows up, I want you to try following a very simple process to help bring you out of the mean thoughts your inner critic is offering you in your head and into your body for a few moments at least. So first I want you to pause when you become aware of the mean words starting up in your head and then lay your hand on your cheek for comfort. Really focus on the sensations of your fingers and palm just touching your face. Really pay close attention to how that contact feels and if you don't like touching your face you can rub two fingertips together or your finger and your thumb Or you could also focus on all the pressure points of your feet pushing into the floor. So then ask yourself if what your inner critic is telling you in that moment is true or if what she's telling you is what you want to be doing, given that there are changes in your life you're wanting to make right now. Remember, nothing changes if nothing changes. So always ask yourself if the way she's telling you to show up is serving the future version of you that you have already decided you want to be. And finally, remind yourself not to take any of this too seriously and to try to shift into a more playful mindset here, by which I mean be curious, be creative, connecting and cultivate possibility here rather than seeing things in the very black and white terms that we usually do. So I use the acronym PLAY for this to help me remember. So P is for pause. L is for lay your hand on your cheek. A is for ask yourself if what your inner critic is saying is true. And Y is for yield a different result with a playful, curious mindset. 
And as you spend more time here in this mindset, you'll start to notice that your inner critic, you'll notice as she show, excuse me, as she shows up sooner and sooner. So what will initially start with you noticing only after she's wreaked her havoc on your day, you'll soon start noticing a voice in the middle of what she's telling you. And then at the beginning, as soon as she pops up. And this awareness is going to help massively with the exhaustion that you're experiencing right now, because it takes energy to beat yourself up constantly and to put yourself down and to be worrying about all the possible negative things that might come out of making a decision rather than just making a choice, picking a lane, seeing it as an experiment and adjusting and tweaking things as you go until you are right where you want to be. Or maybe until you've discovered that a totally different path is right for you. Accepting yourself as you are and accepting that fear is always going to come with any change, this will allow you to conserve your energy and focus on what matters whilst making the changes you want to make. Okay, Mama, I hope you enjoyed today's episode and do come sign up for your free 20-minute discovery call at my website, joyfulmama.com. I would love to meet you over on Zoom before my Black Friday offer expires on Thursday. Okay, time for me to go dance in the kitchen to this week's song, which is Unwritten by Natasha Bedingfield. I hope you'll go play it and dance to it too. Till next Tuesday, thanks for listening. Bye-bye.